Salut! Do you want to improve your French speaking skills but don't know where to start? This special episode is a compilation of all the most helpful speaking tips from the podcast so far. It's like the ultimate episode on the topic of speaking skills. No need to listen to every episode to improve your confidence and take your French to the next level, because all the best tips are in this one. Let's go. Welcome to Quirky French Podcast, the podcast that helps you speak more confidently, feel more focused, and be more in control of your French learning journey. Prêt? C'est parti! Salut, bonjour, and welcome to episode 49 of Quirky French Podcast, the podcast where you'll discover tools to take your French speaking skills and confidence to the next level. I'm your coach, Neymar, from Quirky French Podcast, and today I want to help you focus on what matters the most when it comes to your speaking skills if you're a nervous speaker. So, I've decided to share with you some of the most helpful and important tips of the podcast so far. If you want to develop your speaking skills, and if you don't really know where to start, this episode is for you. It's going to give you the framework on how to develop your speaking skills and confidence in French. You'll discover how to develop your speaking in a way that's most relevant to your goal, to your level, to your interest, to what's important to you. You're also going to learn how to recenter, how to get unstuck if you freeze when you speak. You're going to learn how to build up fluency if you tend to speak too slowly or if you hesitate a lot and so much more. Now, I did edit out a lot of details. So what you're about to hear is like a massively condensed, like a, a cocktail of tips. So I do encourage you to also listen to each of the six episodes of the compilation in full to get the big picture and really develop even more confidence when you speak. And all the links are included in the show notes. Now, you won't believe how quickly your speaking skills will improve by simply following these carefully selected episodes. I really hope that you'll enjoy today's special and more importantly, I really want you to focus on these episodes, apply the tips and see for yourself. Okay, so without further ado, let's go. Allez, on y va. What is fluency? So the whole point is to help you explore this concept to understand the many aspects of fluency so that you can design your own definition, your own framework. So this episode may completely change the way you think about fluency. It will make everything so much clearer for your learning. I'm going to talk about what fluency is not, and I'm also going to talk about the three dimensions of fluency, what that means to you uh, for your learning. First of all, it's a myth to believe that you're either fluent or you aren't. There isn't a point in your learning that says, that's it, you've reached a point of fluency. It's more like a spectrum and it really depends on a lot of factors. You could be fluent in one area and not at all in another. Number two, it's really unhelpful to think that becoming fluent is a linear process because it isn't. You might feel pretty fluent one day and you could struggle the next and that's completely normal. Now, I'm simply going to talk about three concepts, three dimensions, fluency, accuracy and complexity. Well, first of all, fluency is about being competent at communicating. 
You know, you're able to produce language with ease. It feels effortless. You can speak with relatively good intonation, vocabulary, syntax and grammar. And I say relatively, though, because it doesn't have to be perfect, just good enough. Now, accuracy. Fluency does not mean accuracy. You know, are you following the rules of the language? Are you choosing appropriate vocabulary and pronunciation? Things like stress, rhythm, pitch, intonation. Now, complexity. You can be fluent and yet still have a fairly, you know, quote unquote, underdeveloped, pretty basic grammar. So think about complexity as your linguistic toolbox. How many tools are you able to use to communicate? How elaborate and varied is your language? What does that all mean for you? What are the benefits of knowing all of that? First of all, you need to think about those three aspects, those three dimensions. Fluency, how fast. Accuracy, how well. And complexity, how hard. All three aspects rarely improve evenly and at the same pace. You may have developed fluency at the expense of complexity and accuracy. For example, you speak pretty fast, but you use simple sentences and you make quite a few mistakes. Or perhaps your French is pretty accurate and complex, but you're not very fluent. So it's okay and it's completely normal, but it's actually a blessing in disguise. Use this to your advantage. Depending on what your ultimate goal is, one element may be more important right now than the others. So why not make the most of your learning by putting your energy into it? My point is, you are in control and you get to decide what matters to you at the time. Use your strength as well as what you perceive to be your weaknesses, because they're probably your strengths as well. And you'd be surprised how much easier your learning will become once your goal is in alignment with what you focus on. Today, I want to make the case for being boring. I want to make the case for simplifying your French and not trying to sound smart. As language learners, we're often tempted to show that we have lots of vocabulary. We want to demonstrate that we can talk for extended periods of time, that we can hold a conversation, that we're capable of doing as much in French as we are in English. Or at least we try to, right? We subconsciously associate all this with intelligence in a way, don't we? But is it really true that speaking longer and using complex words is a sign of better language skills? Let's take an example. I can say, I would like to eat food. Je voudrais manger de la nourriture. Now, if I simply say, I'm hungry, j'ai faim, it's exactly the same message. But which sentence sounds better? J'ai faim, of course. It's more natural and it's more concise. Yeah, you don't use the conditional, so the grammar is rather boring. You'll also use fewer words. And yet, to a French speaker, j'ai faim is still more natural than je voudrais manger de la nourriture. Number two, simplify because you lack vocabulary. Now, what happens if you're having a conversation with someone and you don't know the word, let's say, épuisé, exhausted? Either you don't know it or your memory is blank today and you just can't remember the word. In this case, simplifying means focusing on the idea, not on the word, 
but on the key thought you want to convey. So you need to find words that can express a similar message, such as using synonyms, je suis très fatigué, I'm very tired, using opposites, je n'ai pas beaucoup d'énergie, I don't have much energy, giving examples or definitions, je veux dormir, je dois me reposer, I want to sleep, I must rest, and so on. It's going to be a watered-down translation and it will be a bit boring, but it's much better than getting stuck, avoiding the conversation or switching to English altogether. But here's what's happening behind the scenes. You're actually creating more space in your brain, allowing more brain power to control what you say. That means that when you're boring, you speak better. Your pronunciation and intonation will improve because you will have more room to monitor how you speak. And this is actually huge. That gives you even more brain juice to convey your emotions and your personality. This will lead you to develop fluency and show who you truly are in French. Intonation is everything. How you say what you say can completely transform the meaning of your words. We're not just talking about polishing your accent and sounding more French. We're actually talking about meaning because intonation carries meaning. So if I say, ça va? You know that I'm asking you a question. Are you okay? And then, ça va? I'm okay. When the pitch goes down, I'm providing an answer, but you're probably familiar with that already. Now, new example. Three words now. Ça va pas. Ça va pas? Is something wrong? Different intonation. Ça va pas. That's something's not right. Now, a third one. Ça va pas? This one means something completely different. It means, are you crazy? Basically implying, will you get it out? Ça va pas? Okay, so three different intonations. Ça va pas? Ça va pas. Ça va pas? Very different meanings, different emotions, and different intentions. How you say what you say can completely change the message. Okay, now how to practice intonation at home? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. One really powerful exercise is called shadowing. So just select a, a speech and practice mimicking that person's voice. It's not just about repeating the words, but actually matching the intonation and the pacing, the rhythm of the voice. So one thing that you can do to simply focus on the intonation is to shadow by basically humming along. Okay, so an example, instead of saying ça va pas, simply practice going hmm or da da da. And that really forces your brain to focus on the intonation, the melody and the emotion. Try and really think and feel the emotion that the speaker is experiencing I'm going to show you how you can improve your speaking, even if you get nervous and if you tend to freeze up when you speak. You can learn to recenter, become grounded and do your absolute best every time. I'm going to ask you a basic question in English and you'll have to provide an answer out loud and in French, of course. Okay, so we're going to do this three times and each time I'll give you a new tip. Simply notice the improvement every time you answer. Let's start with prompt number one. 
Tell me about a childhood memory. Pause this episode. Now speak. Super, bien joué. Now, give yourself a score between 1 and 5 based on how well you think you did. 1 being the lowest and 5 being the highest score. Don't judge the story itself. Instead, just think of the quality of the language. You may have felt under a lot of pressure and everything became a bit of a blur. So here's prompt number two now, with a new question. This time, hold off for 10 seconds before you speak, okay? Use the first 10 seconds to pause and think before you say anything. You'll see the difference in the quality of your answer. Prompt number two. Tell me about your favorite food. Now think. Again, well done. How did it feel having less time to talk, but more time to think? Again, give your answer a score between one and five. Can you see what happened? Your answer was clearer. You didn't give in to the panic. You didn't rush. And so this is lesson number one. Take your time. This is going to make a huge difference in your clarity and your overall delivery. Okay, let's get ready for prompt number three. Now think of three bullet points for your answer, like a beginning, a middle and an end to your answer. Okay? Prompt number three. Tell me about the last movie you watched. Now plan your answer. Again, well done. And how did this feel this time? Rate your answer between one and five. So when you have bullet points, an actual sequence in mind, you know exactly where you're going from start to finish. You're not limited by your words because now you're guided by your ideas and it allows you to focus on getting your point across rather than being hung up on words. And that's lesson number two. Think in terms of ideas, of main points, not in terms of words. This is going to help you express your message a lot more efficiently. It's a simple and extremely powerful exercise that shows you how you can calm down, regain control and allow your brain to work at its best. So a little reminder of today's quirky tips. Take your time, don't feel pressured to answer immediately and plan three bullet points. Think in terms of ideas and not words. This technique is going to help you recenter, speak more clearly, gain control of the pace of your answer and help you get your point across efficiently. We're going to talk about the reason why you're still not fluent and still not confident when you do an activity, when you do an exercise. When do you stop? Do you stop after you've completed the exercise, once you've done it correctly? Or do you revisit the same activity until you can do it deliberately, automatically and effortlessly? Doing a task correctly is barely the goal, okay? This is the bare minimum. And I'm sure we all have this issue every once in a while. We learn something, we're doing an isolated exercise, and then when it's time to apply what we've learned in the real world, we actually lose everything because we haven't taken the time to work on the effortlessness, on the automatization of that skill. So don't underestimate a task that you can complete correctly. Don't assume that because you can do it easily or correctly that you're done. You're not done yet. Your goal is not just to get it right. Your goal is to build up the effortlessness and to integrate what you've learned spontaneously. 
If you don't build up the effortlessness, you're always going to be really slow when you have a conversation. So now let's talk about the stages of learning. So really think about learning as a three-step process, the stage where you get it wrong, the stage when you get it right, and the stage where you can do it automatically and effortlessly. If you dedicate time to effortlessness instead of focusing on doing things correctly, I promise you, you will become fluent. You will be amazed by the results you're able to generate just by thinking about your own learning as a three-step process. Today, I'm going to share with you a great little exercise that will help you stop hesitating and getting stuck when you speak French. You'll find that you can think faster and you can also monitor your speaking much better. And to do that, tell a little story over and over again. But each time you're going to change some key elements to require you to manipulate the language and to change some words, change some grammar every time. Now, if you're a beginner, simply start with one sentence. If you're an intermediate learner, you can do this exercise with a little story. So three to five sentences, that's perfect. And if you're more advanced learner, write down 10 bullet points and then practice this exercise on a full story, you know, like a two minute presentation or something like that. Okay, so step one, tell me a sentence. Step two, tell me the same sentence, but this time change the pronouns. Step three, tell me the same sentence again, but use the negative form. Next step, change the sentence to a question. Next step, Tell me the story as if it happened yesterday. Next step, tell me the story as if it was going to happen next week. So here's a little example here. Je voyage souvent en avion. Nous voyageons souvent en avion. Je ne voyage pas souvent en avion. Est-ce que je voyage souvent en avion? J'ai souvent voyagé en avion. Je voyagerai souvent en avion. Okay, repeat the same step over and over again. If you notice that you do a lot of kind of mental processing and that you're kind of like frowning and thinking a lot about what you're saying, it means that you still need to repeat the sentence. Okay, so repeat the same sentence over and over again. Okay, so that's the compilation done. Remember to listen to the episodes in full and you've just heard snippets of episode five, Your Own Path to Fluency. Episode 26, Boring is the New Fluent. Episode 44, Intonation Carries Meaning. Episode 10, In 15 Minutes, You'll Speak Better French. Episode 46, why you're still not fluent in French and what to do about it. And finally, episode 41, say au revoir to hesitations with this fluency exercise. If you simply focus on those six episodes and really incorporate these ideas that are shared with you, really apply the tips, you will completely transform your French. So I'm going to leave you with that. Check out the links in the description and in the show notes. If you've got questions, let me know in the comment section and 
I cannot wait for you to see the transformation in your French and in your speaking confidence. That's all I have for today. I wish you a beautiful week and I will catch up with you next week for another episode of Quirky French Podcast. In the meantime, keep learning, keep growing and keep it quirky. I'll catch you soon. À la semaine prochaine. Salut, salut.